Generation X Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totry, and it is a party right now at 10.40 p.m. here in downtown Phoenix, the PHNX Studios, because it is time to meet us on Mill. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, otherworldly beings, Arizona State takes down SMU 76 to 74. The Sun Devils complete a 13 point comeback down 13 to the Mustangs in the second half. It was looking like Bobby Hurley's squad was going to be down and out. But that wasn't the case down the stretch because Frankie Collins, Jose Perez, and the boys, they had a different ending to tonight's story. And it's the one that we're going to be talking about for the next 45 minutes and change. So buckle up, grab yourselves a snack, maybe a drink, whatever you'd like. Post up in bed or maybe you're listening to this on the way to work in the morning. Guys, leave a like, hit that subscribe button. We've got a jam-packed post-game show for you. We've obviously got our takeaways at the end of the show. We've got bottle service. We've got aftertaste. We've got an updated look at the Bobby board. We've got by the numbers and so much more. But I want to start with really how Arizona State was able to get this done. Because let's be real. We were sitting here at a certain point in the game, probably about 11 minutes left, right, when SMU was up 13. They were up 63 to 50. And at that point in the game, Arizona State's offense looked stagnant, and it didn't look like the defense was going to be able to do what it needed to do to slow down an SMU team that had the interior presence to really take care of business. Coming out of a timeout, Bobby Hurley got those guys ready, okay? Arizona State, in that last 10 minutes, that was some of the best defensive basketball that I have seen from a Bobby Hurley squad over the last two seasons. That's how Arizona State got this win tonight, right? I know there's going to be people talking about Jose Perez, talking about Frankie Collins and their individual efforts. And yes, those two have created one hell of a dynamic duo that is going to be Fun to watch for Arizona State fans throughout the remainder of the season. But in reality, defense is what got Arizona State this win tonight. I believe at a certain point in the second half, the Sun Devils had forced 11 turnovers in the second half alone, 15 total on the game. They had five blocks, 10 steals, and of course, Frankie Collins leading the charge with four of of those steals. He's one of the nation's leaders when it comes to steals per game. And look... Coming into this game, they started off the broadcast saying that SMU, in a lot of their games this season, specifically their losses, they had come in the late portion of the game because this SMU team didn't know how to finish games. For Arizona State to be able to come back double digits and find a way to get it done, not only to find a way to get it done, for me, the impressive part about this, I know the final score is just two points, but in reality, for the last minute of the game, when they were kind of exchanging free throws and offensive possessions, it felt like Arizona State had it in the back, right? In the last minute of the game, you weren't going to be able to find a way to magically have some sort of composure. Arizona State did, SMU didn't. That's how the game was won in the final stretch. Yes, defensively, they forced several turnovers. And something that we've talked about every single game is how does ASU win these games? What's the recipe? Well, it's being able to create extra possessions for an offense that has struggled at times. 
And tonight you saw something from the entire team that you normally only get from Jose Perez. And that is the ability to get to the charity stripe, to find a way to put points on the board when you're not able to score from the field. And you saw that. Arizona State tonight shot 43 free throws. 43 free throws. Okay? That is ridiculous. Considering SMU had 19. Okay? 19. Now, if this was an SMU post game, you're probably sitting back and you're like, dude, the Zebras cost us this game. No. That's, that's definitely not how it went. So any SMU fans listening, watching, I'm here to tell you, your team, they didn't have it. They just didn't have the juice at the end. They were fumbling around with the ball. SMU looked like a team that had never been in this position before. In reality, that's what it looked like. It looked like the SMU players found themselves with a big lead and they didn't really know what to do with it. In Arizona State, something that we've seen, what, what do you have to lose, right? Down 13 you're at home. Everybody's already counted you out, right? You're missing Adam Miller. You're missing Sean Phillips. You're missing Zane Meeks. Everybody's talked all year long about how your offense isn't good. What do you got to lose? So they forced and imposed their will in the last 10 minutes of the game to take down SMU by two points. And this is going to be a win that ages well for Arizona State. SMU will get it together. I think if you're an ASU fan, you could sit there and yes, SMU found a way to lose the game, okay? But for, I would say, the tail end of that first half and definitely the first 10 minutes of that second half, SMU looked like they were going to run away with this one. They looked like they had everything that it was going to take to be able to take down an ASU team, right? They had the interior presence. They were getting offensive rebounds like they were candy out of a broken machine. And they were able to hit their shots. ASU allowing uh, far too many open threes, right, during that stretch. ASU looked like two different teams. We saw two different teams in the last 10 minutes of the game, in the first 10 minutes of the game. That was, that was, a, that was Arizona State, right? That was, seriously, they started strong and they finished strong. Everything else in between, SMU owned them. SMU absolutely dominated. But Arizona State found a way to do what they needed to do when it mattered most. And that is the thing that most impresses me. The fact that all season long, through eight games, everybody has already counted this team out. ASU fans in general have already counted them out. Oh, they're not good. Oh, they can't shoot. They got no stars. Bobby Hurley doesn't know what he's doing. The Big 12's laughing. They're 6-2 and two now. Undefeated at home. 1-4 in a row. What do you guys say now? Oh, you're going to say, oh, they don't have any big marquee wins. Okay, neither does the rest of the pack outside of Arizona. Just saying, right? Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that this isn't a world-beater team, but I think it's time to start giving specifically three people credit. Three people Deserve some serious credit from fans, from media, and from everybody that doubted this Arizona State team through the first eight games of the season. First, Frankie Collins. Frankie Collins deserves some serious love for what he has done for this team. Because he has stepped up in a leadership role that I think a lot of people 
wanted him to, but not a lot of people knew if he was going to be able to take that leap. Not only the leadership side of things, but Frankie Collins is humming, okay? He is humming. He is in sync with himself. He knows exactly what he wants to be as a point guard. He knows how to control this team offensively and defensively. He is he's a painter. He's an artist. And what we're watching, specifically on the defensive end, is ridiculous. This guy's seriously four steals a game? That's crazy. And, and he's leading the team in points per game now, overcoming other players. He had 17 points tonight, six boards, two assists, one block, four steals. Frankie Collins does it all. It's, it's, it's time for people to stop putting Frankie Collins in a, a, in a conversation of, the other point guard, right? There are great guards in the Pac-12 this season. Frankie Collins is earning the respect and he's earning the right to be a part of those conversations. And if you don't think so, then you're not watching Arizona State basketball. The second player that deserves some love, Jose Perez. Jose Perez, he, he, look, (laughs) I tweeted it out. Jose Perez is the dude that if he's playing against your team, You've broken a television watching him play basketball against your team because you hate it. You absolutely hate watching Jose Perez play basketball because he's just going to post up your player and he's going to find a way to get the and one. And if he doesn't, then he's going to go get a bucket at the charity stripe. That's just what he does. Anytime he touches the basketball and takes a shot, it feels like he's bound to get points, whether that's a free throw or that's a shot from the field. Again, He is finding ways to score, and that is what matters for Arizona State. Tonight, he had 20 points against San Francisco, 12 points. Sam Houston, 24 points. Vanderbilt, 15 points. In the free throw numbers, shot 80% from the free throw line tonight. 66 from the free throw line against SF. 71% from the charity stripe against Sam Houston, and then 87% against Vanderbilt. He's constantly, constantly... Finding ways to score the basketball, and that is the most important thing for this Arizona State team. Okay, I do want to get to some of the comments uh, before we move on to the final person that I think personally deserves some serious, serious respect and some apologies from some people. Sean in the chat, these dudes play crazy hard. If they add smart, they can hide a ton of deficiencies and win by 20. Absolutely. Sean hit the nail on the head here, right? There are some mental errors that need to be cleaned up from a few players specifically, and then from a team perspective. If you are able to do that, then you can hide the inefficiencies when it comes to the lack of sheer size, right? Or the inability to crash the glass, okay? These dudes do play hard. They absolutely do, and they genuinely believe that they are going to go out there and win every single game. LTC in the chat, Bobby took his coat off, then it was over. Yeah, absolutely. That's just, it, it's, I, I was going to tweet it out, but Bobby Hurley, he always wears a sport coat to the games, but he usually takes it off 30 seconds in. He's been wearing the coat for the majority of games. So I'm starting to think that it was maybe a little bit of a superstition thing that they had won three in a row and he kept the coat on. And then they were getting down there with the final, what, 12 minutes in the game. Things weren't looking pretty. He took the coat off and all of a sudden they managed to come back and win. I don't know. Maybe. Short bus, it's time for announcers to understand he can dunk. Yeah, that confused me. 
Frankie Collins went up for a slam, and the announcer's immediate response was, we didn't know he had that in his bag. Well, buddy, you clearly didn't do any homework because Frankie Collins has one of those slams every game. In fact, the shining moment in the NCAA tournament for Arizona State was literally a Frankie Collins poster, okay? Just just do a little bit of homework. Frankie's got bounce, dude. Frankie can jump out the gym, and it is so damn fun to see every single game. But finally, the third person that deserves some serious love is Bobby Hurley himself, okay? Bobby Hurley himself for making the necessary adjustments in the rotation, in practice, in games, to be able to get this team right. Because let's be real, through the first couple games of the season, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, specifically offensively. And there were people, myself included, that were like, this could be tough. This might be a little bit of a rough one. Um, Just because you didn't know what the the chemistry was going to be like. It didn't look like it had come together. But here we are, through eight games, the Sun Devils are 6-2 and two in non-conference. Bobby Hurley's found a way. And he's done it without his seven-footer and Sean Phillips, who sounds like he's still a couple weeks away. He's done it without a guy in Zane Meeks who has provided some valuable minutes off the bench in scoring. And he's done it without, potentially, the best scorer on the team. And Ace Wolf, Adam Miller, who's still awaiting the NCAA to make a decision on his waiver. And Bobby Hurley's sitting here at 6-2. and two. And there's still going to be people that say he doesn't have a marquee win. And I'm going to say what I say earlier. Neither does anybody else in the conference outside of, oh, number one, Arizona. Okay? So when we get to conference play, then we can have those arguments. But let's go ahead, turn our attention to Buy the Numbers, presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Of course, the only number that matters is that final score. Arizona State coming out on top 76 to 74 over the SMU Mustangs. Now we've got some interesting numbers here. You look at the way these two teams shot from the field. Arizona State, 36.5%. The Mustangs, 45.3%. Okay, now you ask yourself, what about three-point shooting? SMU, 28.6%. Arizona State, just 30 Now, this is the big one, the free throw numbers. Arizona State, 32 of 43 from the free throw line. SMU, just 10 of 19. And then the turnovers, Arizona State turning it over eight times. SMU, 15. A lot of those coming in the second half in Arizona State's comeback victory. Now, obviously, the number that stands out the most is the free throw numbers. 32 of Arizona State's 76 points came at the charity stripe. Now, there's a couple different ways that, we can, that we're going to talk about this. There is the O, Arizona State, found ways, again, to get to the charity stripe. It's not new. It's not new. If you're an SMU fan, like I said earlier, you're probably sitting there thinking the Zebras did it, right? The guys that work, worked at Foot Locker during the day and then ref Pac-12 games at night. Nope. This is something that Arizona State has done all season long. Okay, they found ways to get to the free throw line. And tonight, they did it more than they've done it all season long. And again, 32 points is a lot, especially when you only score 76. So yes, Arizona State still has things to rectify offensively. Jemiah Neal didn't have a great, didn't have a great game tonight. Okay, but that's one you brush off. 
and you move on. If they get Adam Miller at all this season, that is a boost offensively. When Sean Phillips returns, you expect that to be a boost offensively. When Zane Meeks gets back, you expect that to be a boost offensively. So there are still ways for this team to grow. But yes, there is a bright spot and a concerning point with Arizona State going 32 of 43 from the charity stripe. Okay? Now, another thing that I'm, <laughs> I say it every game. Make your free throws, bro. Just just make your free throws, dude. Danielle can attest. I was yelling at the television like a crazy person just about every single time somebody went up to the charity strike. Like, just make your free throws. This was a two-point win. And like I said, SMU, they had the, the late three to bring it within two. But if you hit all your free throws, dude, you win this game 87-74. to 74. We're talking about you winning by 13. Just make your free throws, okay? Just make your free throws. And I know me yelling isn't going to do anybody any favors, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to provide me some sort of like mental sanity to just say it, okay? To just say it. Damon in the chat, Totria, I get on SMU. Shocking. I know, Damon. Jesus, was this even a basketball game or a free throw shooting contest? There's Damon, an Arizona guy. Look, Damon's just salty because he probably had the Arizona State spread of minus two and a half, which is disgusting. Disgusting if you bet this game minus two and a half in favor of Arizona State, and then you have SMU hitting that buzzer beater three at the end. That hurts. That hurts a lot, okay? But if you're an ASU fan, all you're doing is you're celebrating the dub. BC in the chat, what's ASU on the season? 41%? That's the weakness. Shooting. Well, let's take a look. I can pull up the numbers right here, and I can tell you what Arizona State, as a team, is shooting. Right now, Arizona State is shooting 42% from the field, 58% from the charity stripe, and 28% from three-point land. None of those are particularly good, okay? None of those are particularly good. And yet, we're talking about, through eight games, a team that is six and two. <laughs> like, can we just acknowledge that for a second? Can we just acknowledge that? Like, yes, this team offensively has so much room to grow. And they're 6-2. and two. Like, anybody? Anybody. That's, that's something. That's something. I'll take it. Again, I'm not sitting here saying that Arizona State is Kentucky. Or Duke. Or Arizona. I'm not. I'm just saying, when it matters most, Arizona State this season has found ways to get it done. And isn't that what good teams do? Isn't that what great teams do? They find ways to win down the stretch, down 13. They find ways to come back and get the dub. And they find ways to do it at home. That's what good teams do. That's what great college basketball teams do. You know what else they do? They play lights-out defense. Night in. Night out. Arizona State, the 85 Bears. Best two defenses of all time. Just saying. Arizona State, they, like somebody said earlier, if they are able to overcome just a few mental things, a few mental gaps, this team can be good. They can be really good. Again, it is totally up to them on how they are going to adjust and how they're going to evolve throughout the season. Because we're sitting here talking about good and great teams, 
good and great teams throughout a, an entire college basketball season, they don't just flatline. They evolve. They adjust. They adapt. Can Bobby Hurley get this team to that point? I think so. We'll see, though, if they end up getting there. Damon in the chat. Good dub, though. Hand up. Damon, also, BC, are you an ASU fan? I thought you were just a complete L.A. troll. BC, Damon, class of 2011. Hell yeah, BC. Things you love to see. Things you love to see. Damon, aren't you, isn't there a D-back show going on, dude? Like, what are you, what are you, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just, just hit that like button real quick, Damon. I know you're in here. I'm not sure. I just want you to hit that little like button. Can we throw up like one of, there we go. Do it for Shane. Do it for Deef and Beef over here. Okay, big pokey. Hit that like button for Shane Diefenbach himself. Guys, we're going to get into bottle surface and tell you who the player of the game was here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. Man, the energy from everything that I saw was electric, especially down the stretch for Arizona State at DFA. You guys, if you were there... Love it. If you don't, what are you doing? You have an opportunity to go to Arizona State's next game. And if you're going to go, get your tickets on game time. I literally just got tickets the other day. Game time, the best ticketing app, specifically because you can get your tickets and then pay later. If you want to do them in payments, they have that option too. Now I'm going to sit here and tell you, you probably don't need to be doing payments on Arizona State basketball tickets unless you are really down bad. Okay, because they're not that expensive. Okay, go to game time, get your tickets. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Not to mention tickets make great holiday gifts. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Damon. I love you, Shano. And you know what? Damon on my way out did tell me that he was going to be in the chat. Literally, I walked into the office. Damon walked right out. And you know what? Damon looked me in the face. Damon looked me in the face and he said, you know what? He said, Arizona State doesn't have it tonight. That's what he said on the way out. And I said, buddy, just you wait. Just you wait. We got this, we got this monster named Jose Perez. Jose took care of business. Jose's standing on business. Isn't that right, Damon? That's exactly what Jose Perez is doing. And if I'm Jose Perez, I'm going straight to Illegal Pete's to grab myself some bomb tacos, maybe a burrito bowl, maybe, I don't know, a quesadilla. They have it all over at Illegal Pete's, not to mention great service, great vibes, and great drinks they've literally got a fully operational bar guys so definitely check out illegal pete's tempe or tucson locations illegal pete's your go-to spot this fall stop by for happy hour 3 p.m through 8 p.m every day at all 12 locations illegal pete's the go-to spot for burritos buddies and beer for 28 years bc i've never seen this man's eyes yeah actually bc i don't have eyes that's that's the crazy thing is I like I sense I sense the game and BC for anybody listening on audio uh, I'm wearing the sunglasses uh, yeah BC I don't have eyes I was born without eyes and now I literally I I'm like telepathic I just kind of focus I I literally stand next to the TV as FS1 is on and I'm able to get it the thing that frustrates me about Pac-12 Network when those Arizona State games are are on is like 
when you are telepathic, it's just, you know, the connection's pretty shitty. Sometimes it's hard to connect with Pac-12 Network um, with the head. FS1, great job tonight. I was able to get the game. Uh, and again, Arizona State coming out on top, 76-74. to 74. And again, I told you, I told you just a minute ago, when Damon left the office and I came in, and Damon looked me in the face, he puffed his chest at me. He said, Arizona State don't have it. And I said, Damon, Jose Perez has it. Jose Perez is getting bottle service tonight. Jose Perez was that guy. 19 points, 12 of 15 from the charity stripe. Damon, there's your free throw contest. He found a way to get it done. At the end of the day, a dub is a dub, and so is 19 points. Jose Perez took care of business against SMU. And actually, Jose Perez had 20 points tonight. 20 points. 2-0. Just for you, Damon. Just for you. 20 points, 4 boards, 3 assists. Jose Perez stood on business tonight and did what Arizona State needed him to do. At the start of the season, I said, there needs to be a guy on this team. Last year, it was Desmond Cambridge. The year before, you could argue it was Marion Jackson or DJ Horn. In years past, Remy Martin. Well, we've got our answer. There's a guy now, and his name is Jose Perez. It's Jose Perez and Frankie Collins. They've got your guys, okay? Your guys. Because night in, night out, they find ways to provide for this team. Not just in scoring. Not just in scoring. They find ways to get it done. I don't care what the stat sheet says. Seriously. I don't care if Frankie Collins has 17 points tonight. I don't care if Jose Perez had 20 points tonight. The thing I care most about is Jose Perez and Frankie Collins, they've got the look in their eye. Okay? They've got the look in their eye that they are going to find a way to win basketball games. Specifically, there was a moment down the stretch. Arizona State, they had Jose Perez had just sunk free throws. There was about seven seconds left in the game. SMU inbounds the ball, takes it up to about half court. Jemiah Neal commits a bad foul, sending an SMU player to the line. Immediately, Jose Perez, what, like, what are you, like, what are you doing, right? Like, again, that's a mental error on Jemiah's part, not trying to bash him, but the part I'm focusing on here is Jose Perez keeping his, his guys in check, right? You're going to win the game. You're going to win the game. That was a moment Jemiah needs to learn from, but it's something you want to see from a veteran guy who's been playing college basketball now for a long time, like Jose Perez. Same thing. With Frankie Collins. Last season. Okay. We're rewinding. Frankie Collins had the potential. You saw it. To go get a bucket when he wanted to. It didn't look like he knew when. It didn't look like he knew the right moments. I can say confidently. Now in 2023. Frankie Collins knows when to go get a bucket. Jose Perez knows when to be the leader for this team. And I know it was Jose getting bottle service. And we're not going to do a heat index tonight. You know why we're not going to do a heat index tonight? Because usually, for people new here, heat index is when we highlight three other players other than bottle service that stood out tonight. Jose Perez, yes, gets his bottle service. 
Frankie Collins is the only other player tonight that I feel confident saying had a phenomenal game. Again, 17 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from behind the arc, 6 boards, 2 assists, 1 block, 4 steals. Playing 30 minutes. Frankie Collins, he's, he's got a motor, dude. That's the best way to put it. When somebody, when somebody sits there and they ask you, how does Frankie Collins play? Frankie Collins kind of plays like a wind-up toy that you wind up and it just doesn't stop. You're waiting for the wind-up toy to just sit down and stop so you can wind it again, and it just doesn't. Offensively, he's got the energy. Defensively, he's got the energy. And he's the leader, right? He's the head of the snake. He really is. He's found ways to progress and evolve his game in such a short period of time that has been, I mean, remarkable to watch. Because last season, Frankie was scoring 20 and this team was losing. Okay? Anytime Frankie would score, this team would lose. Now he's scoring 17 points. Again, leads the team in points per game. He's creating extra opportunities. His three-point shot looks a whole hell of a lot better. Again, two of three tonight from three-point land. He's evolving. He's developing right before your eyes, right? Don't take it for granted because he's not going to be an Arizona State basketball player forever, okay? This is a guy with league aspirations. Now, whatever happens after Arizona State happens. But that's one thing that if you're an ASU fan, sit back and enjoy it, dude. Win, loss, whatever. Frankie Collins is seriously... He's having a remarkable season, and he's not going to get the national love. He's not going to get the national recognition. But I'm here to tell you that Frankie Collins is so damn fun to watch, and his counterpart, Jose Perez, is just as good at finding ways to impact this game, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. And would you look at that? JJ himself has spawned in the chat. Hell of a win, boys. Absolutely. Again, if you just got here, hit that like button. Arizona State coming out on top 76 to 74 over the SMU Mustangs. My goodness. LTC in the chat. Perez playing Barkley ball in the post. Yeah, isn't it weird? It is kind of weird that he's listed uh, as a guard and he the way he plays basketball is he plays it like a like mid-sized forward. He's always looking to post up whoever is guarding him. He's got post moves better than the big men on this team. And again, he gets to the charity stripe. That's like that's something that you can't take for granted. JJ in the chat. Now let's get Zane Meeks healthy and Adam Miller a fucking waiver. Still waiting on Ace Wolf's on Ace Wolf's uh, NCAA waiver. He actually tweeted earlier today. Let's see if I can find it because it was interesting. Uh, doesn't make me uh, too confident in, in where it's going to go. Um, oh, he actually deleted it. Adam Miller deleted a tweet um, from today that he was kind of going in uh, on the whole process. So definitely something to, to stay on the lookout for uh, moving forward, especially if Adam Miller does get back. Chris Cartman actually tweeted 24 minutes ago. Um, Adam Miller was not in the arena tonight as he deals with some mental health challenges related to waiting on the eligibility ruling from the NCAA. Bobby Hurley said, quote, still no verdict on that. So again, something to keep up with as the season progresses. If you get Ace Wolf at this season, at this point in the season, 
he's definitely going to be an impactful scorer for Arizona State, which is what this team needs, right? Again, 30, what? What do we say? 32 of ASU's 76 points came from the charity stripe. Yes, the offense does need work. There are still moments in the game that I'm watching. Again, Danielle can attest to this, where I am screaming, move, move, cut. Because there are at some points in this game where there is no movement. It looks like you grab your TV remote, you hit pause, and then you hit, it's like click. You hit pause on everybody except who has the ball and who's defending them. That's some, some of the possessions. That's what they look like. You know what my personal favorite possession was? Again, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to bash on anybody here. But specifically, there was an offensive possession. I think ASU may be down four. Alonzo Gaffney running. There, there was, uh, they had the ball at the top of the key. Okay, I'm trying to paint the picture for you. I, I think it was Frank. He had the ball at the top of the key. Alonzo Gaffney coming underneath the hoop, right? Running across the baseline. Catches the pass from Frankie. Immediate, immediate turnaround jumper. Clank. No error. I think it actually got blocked. Gaffney, look, man. Let's have a conversation. Just you and me, okay? If you're not Alonzo Gaffney, just cover your ears. Close your eyes. Do whatever you got to do. Turn off your senses here. Alonzo, okay? Buddy, you've definitely improved your game this season, okay? You have. You have. I've been really, really impressed. Again, defensively, you're doing some really good things. Uh, your three-point shot, you know, from time to time, it looks real good. Um, if I ever see that turnaround, step back shot again, um, buddy, we're going to have a problem. You're not Kobe, okay? You're not wearing the 2-4, okay? You're, I know you're wearing the 8 now, but you're not him. You're not that guy, okay? I just, I, I believe in you. I, I, I just want you to know that, okay? I have faith in your game. But please never take that shot again, ever. Ever. Don't do that. Okay? And from now on, this is a message to the entire team. Uh, Jose Perez and Frankie Collins need to touch the ball every possession. Every single possession. If it is a fast break, I don't care. I want those two to touch the basketball before anything else happens. Because I just feel, I feel comfortable. I feel like I'm in a cabin with the fire on and I'm eating a sandwich. And my feet are up and it's snowing outside and there's a nice Christmas movie on. I feel all warm and cozy inside when Frankie Collins and Jose Perez have the basketball in their hands. That's all. That's all. That's literally how I feel. And I bet you, specifically in the last 10 minutes of this game, there was Arizona State fans that felt the same exact way. Certain players touching the ball on offense that you're like, oh my God, please don't, please don't, please don't. And then it gets to Jose and Frankie, you're like, oh, I can breathe. I can breathe. Because they just, those two specifically... Again, I'm not trying to bash on some of these individuals, but Frankie and Jose specifically, their basketball IQ, it just feels like is a little bit higher than everybody else on the team, or at least a lot of the players in the rotation. So when they have the ball in their hands, I personally feel a little bit more confident that they are going to make a decision with Arizona State's offense, like the best intentions of Arizona State's offense. Everybody else, I get a little concerned. Okay, at least again, through eight games, there's still a lot of college basketball to be played this season. But as it stands right now, if Frankie Collins and Jose Perez are in the game and it's not a fast break, those two seriously need to touch the basketball every single possession. Now, look, you're going to get to a point in the season, specifically when you get to conference play, that those opponents, they've seen the tape. They know exactly who your guys are. Honestly, you're at this point in the season. Everybody knows Frankie Collins and Jose Perez and 
at certain points in spurts, Jemiah Neal can be the guys that hurt you from Arizona State side. Going to see how these teams start to evolve and how they start to defend an Arizona State team that, again, pretty much runs its offense through two guys, Frankie Collins and Jose Perez. JJ in the chat, who's back in action first, Zane Meeks or Shane Diefenbach? Honestly, JJ, Zane Meeks. Zane Meeks is the betting favorite right now to be back in action before the one, the only, Shane Diefenbach himself, guys. But we are still going to continue talking about Arizona State's two-point victory over SMU here in just a second. But first, let me tell you about AZ Lottery. Holiday Scratchers, they make the best gifts for the people on your Christmas list that have everything. I'm telling you that right now. There are people on my Christmas list that have everything. And I don't know what to get you. But AZ Lottery, these lovely scratchers that are literally, this one right here is $2. Costs you $2. I'm going to scratch it. You could win 10K, guys. You can literally win $10,000 from a $2 scratcher. Now, last time I did this, I got clowned on because I did it a little slow. Okay? And pff, people were mad that I was, like, getting into the moment. I, that's, that's what I was doing, Danielle. I was just trying to get into the moment of the, the whole thing. Okay. You need to lay, you're doing it without eyes. I am. Yeah, I'm just sensing this. I'm, that's all. That's all I'm doing. I, this is. I'm going to scratch it all off, and then I'm going to take the time to actually evaluate if I want anything. Uh, as it stands right now, have not won anything yet. You know how violently I want to win something? Like, so bad. And it's super, super easy. Now, if you don't want to spend a whopping $2, it's okay. They've got dollar scratchers, too. They've got top prizes uh, that, again, go up to half a million dollars, which is just ridiculous to me that you can spend literally a couple bucks and have the opportunity to make that kind of money. Danielle, we didn't do it. We didn't do it tonight. We didn't do it tonight. But part of the, the awesome the awesomeness that is AZ Lottery is that these scratchers are literally just a couple of dollars, so you can get a ton of them and have an even better chance to win. Go out, buy your holiday scratchers today. And now, while you're going out and buying these holiday scratchers, you're probably at a gas station. Hopefully, it's Circle K because that's Totri's thirst shop. That's PHNX thirst shop. That is y'all's thirst shop as well. They've got a new free membership program called Inner Circle. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. Now, afterwards, you're probably like, God, it's only the first five Phillips. Well, they're going to help you guys save money every day after that. Save three cents per gallon every day. It adds up. And if that's not enough, get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products. We're talking pizza. We're talking coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and more. They've got a free 31 days of Circle K in Inner Circle app. It's their own little twist on the 25 days of Christmas so you can go. They've got great deals. It's like a little game that they've got on the interface. It's super, super easy. And like I said, they've got deals while you're playing this game. It is a lot of fun. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Now, it's time for the most sus that we get here at phnx and i would argue this is probably the most sus segment in all of all city so for everybody watching everybody listening you're welcome danielle i'm gonna start with you okay and everybody in the chat please chime in what was hurled into the canyon above your chin 
I even got myself on that. Then. That was uh, see that one was that one was okay. <laughs> if you get rid of the word hurled, <laughs> yeah, I think it's 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 one of the better ones. Okay. Oh, what this game taste this, like? This 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 tastes like a three course meal. Okay. Where the first course it's really good. You mm-hmm. get like a really good appetizer, like. Like you, like you get mott sticks, right? Okay. You, you get really, but then you order something that's really subpar in the middle. Like your entree is pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You you just get you just get a bad you get a bad entree and then dessert and your dessert's great. Okay. Because like you said, three different games. This it is. Was, it was it was the first ten minutes and then the middle, which was awful and unwatchable, and then the last ten minutes, which was pretty fun. I know exactly what this game tastes like. Danielle, you have no idea what this game tastes like. This game tastes like McDonald's breakfast. That's what this tastes like. Okay? And I'm going to pull back the curtain. Uh, Danielle doesn't like eggs, doesn't eat meat, and hasn't had McDonald's breakfast. Okay? So, in my own book, that hurts. That hurts me. And the reason I'm saying it tastes like McDonald's breakfast is because I love McDonald's breakfast. I love it. Okay? You give me one of those burritos that definitely isn't real meat. Okay, you give me that hash brown of goodiness. You give me that sausage McMuffin, that sausage McGriddle. That shit is fire. It's electric. Okay, that's what this game was. It was electricity. And the reason that it was McDonald's breakfast is because you're going to go out throughout the rest of your day. And it's going to get worse. It's going to feel worse. Just like this game. You're probably going to go back, look at the box score. You're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, remember that game? Oh, man, we were down 13 at one point. Like, it wasn't looking good it's how mcdonald's breakfast makes you feel when you first have it just like this game you're like on top of the world you're like i'm gonna go get another and then by two o'clock in the afternoon you're like oh god you're not really selling me on it and you're like oh my god my tummy hurts that's what this game tasted like for me at least jj shotgun to lone star beer Woo! jj's on it man jj is absolutely on it, short bus. If you win the jackpot, you got to give half to nil. Whoa, whoa. Okay, we're not Eric. Over I'm here. not Eric we're Ruby. Not Eric. I'm not out here pledging money. I don't have. Okay, short bus. You and I will talk. We'll talk when you know potentially we hit one of those jackpots. But let's get to our prized segment on the show. None other than Bobby Board, presented by Arizona Lottery. Again, don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers. Look how beautiful it is to get a fresh dub on a new row here. Love that Bobby face on the corner there, that SMU dub. And now you're looking at it. Arizona State, again, with one, two, three, four, five, six wins on the season. Two losses, obviously, the season opener to Mississippi State. And then that loss to a good BYU team. Other than that, Arizona State has taken care of business. You look at what's ahead. They've got San Diego, TCU, Northwestern, and then Stanford, Cal to start conference play. I'm looking at that Arizona State from this point on. I feel confident that they can take care of business on Saturday against San Diego, and then you get to TCU and Northwestern. Those are going to be two games, again, that I think you're probably going to see a similar score. You're going to see Arizona State in a little bit of a dogfight between TCU and Northwestern, but I do believe that Arizona State, with the way that they're playing right now, again, winners of four in a row, undefeated at home, can take care of business. Short bus in the chat. Jack in the box, egg rolls at 2.30 a.m. when you're drunk AF. Ooh, that's good. 
I've never had it. I've never had a Jack in the Box egg roll, but I do love Jack in the Box. But he's right. Jack in the Box at night is the reverse of McDonald's in the morning, right? Because you have the Jack in the Box when you're a little, you know, you're a little out there. And it's like, what, three, four in the morning? It hits. It hits different. They got, I think they got yum yum sauce or something. You know it's good when they couldn't even come up with a name. We're not even calling it spicy ranch. They said, fuck it. We're calling it yum yum sauce. Like, when you have that, that, when you have that, you know what the yum yum sauce of this game was? It was Jose Perez. Jose Perez, screw bottle service. We're doing yum yum sauce for the rest of the season. That's what we are calling bottle service for the rest of the season. And if you're here on the SMU postgame show, this is going to be our little secret. Okay. Anytime we get to bottle service, I just want somebody to please, please, I'm begging to just drop yum yum in the chat. That's all. That's all I that's all I want from you. You guys will make my day literally if you do that. I appreciate that. Short bus with a absolutely perfect aftertaste for this game. Like I said, the jack in the box hits at night. You wake up in the morning and you are like bloated. You feel like you swallowed a coffee table and you're like, oh, not eating breakfast i'm definitely not getting mcdonald's breakfast after jack in the box dinner like that's that's the wrong combo that is absolutely the wrong combo but again getting back to arizona state and all of that fun okay there are a couple things that we're going to take away from this win but first i'm going to tell you about what i'm going to be doing the moment i get home i told danielle at a point in this game when I thought ASU was going to lose, I said, Danielle, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get I and I'm going to watch Step Brothers. And you know what? I'm still going to do that. And I'm going to do it because OGs is that damn good. And I don't have work tomorrow. So picture this. You're sitting on your couch following an Arizona State point, Arizona State two-point victory. You're enjoying it. You're smiling. Maybe you got yourself some Jack in the Box. And you're popping some OGs gummies having a Blast with a variety of bowl flavors. OG's gummies, they're a slam dunk for your taste buds. Plus, you can customize your experience based on desired effect and strength. From OG's classics like the fruits and the creams to their mouthwatering pegs, raspberry, orange RSO, there's something for everyone in the OG's lineup to learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them. Head on over, OG'sBrands.com. Now, I don't know if BC is still in the chat, but BC said, I don't know if I've ever seen this man's eyes. And again, if you're listening on audio, it's because I've got these lovely Shady Rays sunglasses that I'm taking off just so you guys can see how good these are. Now, look, I have worn these sunglasses probably a million times already, and they are still in perfect condition. And that's because Shady Rays, they got you guys some quality sunglasses for a crazy, ridiculously cheap price, okay? You can shop the entire collection at their brand new location, Carolyn Commons, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Now look, there's a lot of people that love Bobby Board, rightfully so. We're going to get to my favorite segment here in just one second, one second. So stick around. But I want to tell you guys a little bit about what we got going on over at gophnx.com. We always got great deals on merch, but now more than ever, I'm going to tell you guys to go become 
a diehard. Okay, because we've got a sale for you. We got a discount on the Die Hard membership right now. From $79.99 to right now, guys, $59.99 for a yearly membership. Includes a shirt. Includes so much more, like access to our Die Hard Discord. We're always dropping little nuggets in there, having conversations, whether that be about ASU basketball, some recruiting stuff and transfer stuff for Arizona State football. We're talking ASU volleyball, hockey, all of that's going down in the Die Hard Discord, and not just ASU. Maybe you're a fan of the Phoenix Suns, the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Coyotes. They also have their own channels in there where you could talk with fans about everything going on with their now again, you're going to get some great content. You're going to get exclusive diehard content. I'm telling you right now, my favorite part about the diehard membership is that diehard discord. It really is like building a family. So for everybody in the chat that's not a diehard now, I highly encourage you go become a diehard. Like I said, this deal, $59.99, you're going to get all that fun stuff and you're going to be a part of a really, really awesome PHNX community. But Without further ado, it is 1128 on this lovely Wednesday. And Danielle, it sounds like the bar is starting to close. Yeah, they're starting to turn the lights on. They're starting to turn the light. Oh, let's 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 go ahead and uh, get to closing time and talk about the takeaways from Arizona State's 76 to 74 victory over SMU. First and foremost, got grit absolutely this arizona state basketball team has the genetic makeup to prove that they can take care of business down the stretch when it matters most game on the line they've got the guys to get the dub asu showed grit tonight and they proved that they can hang mental errors takeaway number two the little things there are little things here and there that Arizona State needs to clean up. If they can do that, this can be a good basketball team. I said it earlier. The question is, will they? That's up to them. Finally, finish strong. And we're not talking about the show. We're talking about non-conference play. San Diego, TCU, Northwestern. You know what looks a lot better than a two-point dub? You know what looks a lot better than winning four straight? Winning seven straight. Go take care of business to round out non-conference play before you get into a Pac-12 where the current number one team in the nation resides. That's what you got to do. Guys, that is going to do it for this PHNX Sun Devils postgame show. Again, if you enjoyed the content, we enjoyed having you here. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Hit that like button. Like I said, go become a diehard. If you enjoyed the craziness that is Anthony Totri, Give me a follow at Anthony underscore Totri. If you enjoyed all the behind the scenes, that is DJ Danielle. You can follow her on social at Abraka Danielle. And we will be back on Friday for a Flavor and Fridays OG show. It is about to be a lot of fun. Like I said, we appreciate everybody hopping in for any Arizona State volleyball stuff going on tomorrow obviously the sun devils have a big match tomorrow again stay up to date on our twitter for any asu football transfer recruiting news stay up to date on twitter as well we will see you friday go devils in peace